Hello, welcome to the Girl and Duck podcast. I'm Jen Storer, acclaimed children's book author and chief inspirationalist, that's not a term I made up, at girlandduck.com, creative writing, creative life. At Girl and Duck, I take you on a journey from exploring the art of kidlit creation right through to mastering the art of kidlit creation. To find out more about the courses and products that I offer, pop over to the website. You're bound to find inspiration and support and something to absolutely love over there. That's www.girlandduck.com. But in the meantime, stick around because we've got lots to talk about. Right. <laughs> Don't you love it when someone says, right. There's a, it's a loaded word. I had, um, years ago, I had this, uh, I worked for a publisher in-house and she was very, very funny. And she had three little children, very little, very little, uh, preschool, all of them. And they were all quite feral. And she was quite demented, as, as you can imagine, what it's like trying to run a career and run a home and, and parent and all the rest of it. And so she was desperate to get a nanny. And she finally found a, a, a nanny that suited their family. And she said the thing, the thing that really sold her on that nanny and the thing that made her realize she'd made the right decision was the fact that the day the nanny arrived and walked into the family room and looked at the children, the first thing the nanny said was, right. <laughs> and, uh, and my boss knew that her children were in good hands and that everything was in, it was in order and uh, this nanny was not going to take any nonsense and was going to get things ship shape. Just that one word, that one loaded word, right. So right, <laughs> I'm about to launch into a podcast and you should see my notes here. They're, they're very comprehensive. Uh, here on my notepad, I've got right. I've got Julie Parker podcast. I've got 20 episodes. I've got simplicity and I've got fish. That's my contents page. That's what I'm going to talk to you about today in this podcast. I had an experience over the holidays of falling in love with podcasts again. Now, I freely admit that I am really sort of ad hoc when it comes to listening to podcasts. I haven't got into the groove, but when I do listen to them, I love them. And I wonder why I forget. I wonder why I forget to listen. And partly that might be because I am so homebound. Uh, I don't have to be in the car very much anymore because I'm not ferrying children around. And because of lockdown, there's less journeys and things like that. And so when I get in the car, I'm more than happy just to listen to a bit of music until I get to where I'm going. But over the, the uh, holidays, which it is still holidays at the moment, might I add. We are all in holiday mode. So this is why this is such a scatty podcast, because I am disciplining myself not to be so disciplined. <laughs> so I'm just easing my way into the new year. But I did have an experience over the holidays of going on a quite a long journey. And himself and I said, 
oh, wouldn't it be great if we knew some good podcasts? We could listen to podcasts. And we fiddled about and um, then we just sort of gave up on it. But um, I I also had a little experience just this week. I, I jumped in the car. I had to drive to Castlemaine, which is about a half hour drive from where I live. And I thought, I'm going to listen to a podcast. And so I just grabbed my phone. And of course, the only podcast that I listen to with any regularity is Julie Parker's Priestess podcast, which I highly recommend. And I know many of you, because I know you, will love this podcast and love what Julie has to say. And so I hadn't been tapping into even that, even my favorite podcast I hadn't tapped into for months and months and months. So I popped on Julie's podcast and listened to that on my drive and I enjoyed it so much. It was a final wrap up for 2021. Uh, So it wasn't an interview. It was just Julie sort of shooting the breeze and talking about her most popular episodes, uh, stalking the stats as she as she referred to. She had stalked her stats to find out what her top five episodes were. And I just really enjoyed listening to that and it was very calming and I thought, you know, podcasts are gorgeous. They really are. I had written in a newsletter or or a blog, I can't remember, one of the two, just before the end of the year, how I wasn't really convinced that I was going to keep the Girl and Duck podcast going. I was feeling that it was a little bit, I felt, you know, a little bit removed with podcasts. I really enjoy writing much more, I think, than just speaking into the void. And so I was feeling that perhaps my thing is just keeping going with the newsletters, which are so popular, and keeping going with the blog as well. Because one thing, I I enjoy writing, hello, I'm a writer, but also I enjoy the visual side of blogging and newsletters because I can pop in all these beautiful photos from, you know, from around my life and from around the garden and all sorts of things. And I just enjoy that visual aspect of, of writing blog posts and stuff. And so I was feeling like the experiment of the Girl and Duck podcast might have come to a close and I might uh, might just let it fizzle. The fact is that apparently most podcasts don't even make 20 episodes. People start off really, really enthusiastic. Of course they do. But the average podcast folds before it hits 20 eps. So I'm not sure what episode I'm up to at the moment, but um, we might be pushing towards 20 But anyway, I contemplated this idea of of, um, letting the podcast fizzle out quietly in the background without any official announcement. But then I had some really beautiful feedback. And feedback is so important to creatives. If you ever read a book and think, oh, I'd love to write and tell this this writer how much I love their book. And then you think, oh, no, she probably knows. He probably he probably already knows. Oh, he probably already gets heaps of mail. No, I won't do it. No, don't let that voice talk you out of it. Because when you when you communicate with a, with an author or a content um, creator and tell them that you're enjoying their content, 
it makes them want to create more because they feel supported, they feel seen, and it helps them it helps them feel enthusiastic and feel like what they're doing actually matters and actually counts. So when I had this beautiful feedback about my blog my podcast and people saying, "No, keep it going. We love it." Uh, I thought, "Okay, I will." <laughs> and so here I am just shooting the breeze with you today in a very, very casual holiday mood and talking about uh, talking about that, I wanted to just segue so neatly now into my, my word for the year. So we've had this discussion in the membership site in the Duck Pond earlier this week about what our word of the year will be and this year I have chosen simplicity. And Simplicity to me means a lot of things. It's about, of course, it's about decluttering and tidying up my surroundings and simplifying my approach to to everything, including my wardrobe. I've been having such a lot of fun uh, look, reorganizing my wardrobe, shopping my wardrobe. I don't know if you've heard that expression where you shop your own wardrobe. Uh, less is more, and it's about working out all the combos in your all the combos that you already have at your disposal in your wardrobe, if only you paid more attention. So uh, it's about simplifying my wardrobe, simplifying my home and my approach to my work, not taking on too much, resisting that temptation to spread myself too thin. But also I want to work with simplicity at the level of emotion because I'd like to simplify my emotions in some way. In other words, to try and catch myself out when I'm going into spirals, when I'm overthinking things, when I'm letting fear dominate and getting into a whirlwind and pulling back and going, let's just simplify this, Jen. Let's just look at this situation without the drama. Be pragmatic, not dramatic. Look at this situation without the drama. You don't have to create a story around every bloody thing that happens in your life. <laughs> Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. So that's what I'm working with this year. I'm working with with taking a more simple approach to my life, a less complex, less fraught sort of approach to life and to what's going on around me. I guess in, a, in lots of ways, simplicity hooks up nicely with concepts of flow and ease and uh, what's the other one mental block it's very early in the morning there's another word release these sorts of words these were some of the words that came up in our discussion about what words we might select this year so I think simplicity feeds into all those concepts of of having a more easeful approach to life so that's what I'm going to be doing this year, getting simple. Now, once upon a time, a coach told me that there's no point putting any content out there if it's not going to be super, super helpful. And if you have a reputation for being a creative writing mentor, then everything that you say, do and present to the world should link back to creative writing. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I 
found that rather difficult to stick to because I really, over the years, have come to really love my listeners and my readers and all the people in my membership sites and my courses, love them just as human beings, not as students. And so I often just want to talk to you. And there's a part of me that feels that just talking to people is helpful. It doesn't always have to be focused. It doesn't always have to be a lesson. And I do think that when we're on holiday, in holiday mode, like a lot of us are at the moment, we don't want to have a lot of uh, knowledge shoved into us. We want to chill out. We want to just hang with the people that we care about and um, the virtual people that we also enjoy being around. So, you know, I'm taking that lesson with a grain of salt and maybe not everything that I put out there will be, this year will be just directly related to creative writing. On the other hand, a lot of it isn't already. <laughs> if you receive my newsletters, you'll know that my newsletters are only partly about creative writing. There's the Cottage Diaries section where I talk a lot about our um, tree change, the garden, camping, interior decoration, you know, what I'm doing with the little house, my cat, all sorts of things. What interests are holding me spellbound at the moment? Uh, that, that's all in the newsletters. It's all not about um, writing. And then, of course, I'm, within the newsletter, I do have a little section called This Writing Life. And sometimes that will be quite instructive, but other times it'll just be about the the the, the pitfalls and the trials and tribulations of the writing life. So I, far, I do range far and wide with what I talk about and with the content that I create, and I'll keep doing that this year. But, I, but when I was thinking about, you know, what helpful thing can I talk about in my podcast to make it valid, to validate my podcast today, I remembered this thing that I learned way back. It may not have, it was either at high school or it could have been in first year uni when we were learning about how to write an essay. And one of our lecturers taught us this way to approach an essay like a fish. Now, this analogy works really beautifully, beautifully for stories too. If you look at your story as a fish, so imagine a drawing of a fish. I'm sorry, I, don't, I can't actually do that for you, but you know what a fish looks like. Okay, so you've got that, that uh, narrow head, the fat body, and then the tail at the end. And if you think about your story or your blog post, those of you who are writing blog posts, really pay attention to this. Um, if, you're, if you're looking for some kind of structure, think about the fish. So we start at the narrow end, which is the sort of introduction to our story, and we work, we work hard on that narrow end. And then we expand out into the actual body of the story and we flesh that out and we flesh out our ideas and we create our world within that. And then as we get, as, as, the, as we've reached the climax and we've reached the, the, the purpose of our story, we sort of slide down into the tail. Now the tail when you're writing a, an essay, this tail represents the conclusion. Now, conclusions are so important. And if you're writing blog posts, please be aware that a blog post needs a conclusion. 
you have to the reader has to feel that they're going that they've gone on a journey with you a journey of thought a journey of exploration and that you have reached some kind of conclusion some way of wrapping up the journey for them it's very very dissatisfying to read a blog post that just stops that it is i've come across this many many times beautiful insightful interesting blog posts that just stop there's no wrap up there's no conclusion there's no denouement there's just they just people just stop writing so when you're writing your blog posts and when you're writing your stories of course always be aware of the importance of the tale the other thing too that, that we can extend this metaphor further is that the tail steers the fish. It's so important. A tailless fish is not going to survive <laughs> just as your story needs that direction. It needs that direction from a, a fully formed strong tail. So it's very important that when we're structuring a story, we put a lot of effort and a lot of thought into the conclusion, into the resolution, into the ending. Remember, a tailless fish is only uh, going to survive for so long and then it's going to lose its way or sink. <laughs> so... Use that analogy. Draw a little fish, perhaps, on your, on your, in your writing journal so that you can remind yourself of what, what it is that you're creating here. You're creating these three parts, these three, and each part is absolutely crucial to the success, crucial to the structure of your story or your blog post. So that's where I wanted to end with you today on the fish analogy and I wanted to wish you the very brightest, most creative and productive 2022. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you want more ducky goodness, pop over to the website www.girlandduck.com or you can find me on Instagram at jenestorer. J-E-N-E-S-T-O-R-E-R. -E -E Bye for now.